Welcome back to the Superintendent Radio Network. I'm Kyle Brown. Today I'm here with Bruce Williams of Bruce Williams Golf Consulting. Uh, He's also a frequent contributor to GCI. He has a great insight into the business side of the golf world. We're doing some follow-up today from November's cover story about challenging the us-versus-them mindset of dealing with general managers and department heads. So uh, we're going to get started in just a second, but how are you doing today, Bruce? I'm doing fine, Kyle. Thanks for having me on. We read the story, and it's great to see that background. I kind of want to get into a little bit more today about talking about dealing with problems with your manager and and how we can fix them. So let's start off by uh, asking, you know, what can cause a problem with managers for superintendent? Well, Kyle, I think the first thing is we have to realize that it's a relationship. And so like any relationship, you have to understand how it works. And we start to analyze you know, how people think that we have a relationship with. And so that relationship with the general manager is no different. What makes them tick? What makes them click? What's important to them? And it doesn't matter as much what's important to the superintendent. If you want to have a good relationship, you have to understand what's important to the other individual. As we all know, there's a variety of people that have uh, outstanding relationships with their general managers, and certainly some that don't have. Uh, that good relationship. It can be contentious at times. So we have to build trust. We have to have excellent communication skills. The superintendent's intrinsically involved in the day-to-day operations of the golf course, and most think that the overall condition of the golf course is what spells success for them and that they're doing their job correctly. Yes, that is very, very important, but also The general manager has a variety of different departments that he has reporting to him or her, and with that, ultimate responsibility to the board and being in great communication with the board of directors. So think about it as communicating effectively. If there's a problem out there, if there's an issue out there, not hearing it from a member and hearing it from the superintendent, making sure that there are either daily or weekly meetings, tours of the golf course, all very important things. And the trust part, it's a two-way street. You have to have great trust that the general manager is going to carry your message effectively to the board and or the Green Committee at a private club, or it could be to the city council or any other group that is in governance. So with that, you have to bear your soul, tell the good, bad, and the ugly of what's going on out on the golf course, and that relationship will prosper over the time. Similarly, the trust has to go the other direction in that the superintendent has to be able to trust effectively what the general manager is going to do and how they're going to handle things, and that builds over time. So that's what my major concerns are is uh, those relationships that go well have to have that. More often than not, when I am called in to do a headhunting search for a superintendent position, and I speak to the general manager about why a change was made, if it was, it is often said lack of communication, poor communicator didn't communicate. Rarely is it said couldn't grow grass well. So I think that that's the major crux we have to deal with. Well, it's interesting, just to focus in a little bit, you mentioned the idea that the general manager is not just focusing on golf, and that's something that you know we would do well to keep in mind anyway. Because that takes up the entire world of the superintendent. We're, we're very focused on that. But it, it would be a really good idea to keep in mind that the general manager has a lot more on their plate than just worrying about the golf. Absolutely. They may have 6 to 12 different departments that 
pop shop, could be food and beverage, locker room, membership, certainly finance and how the business operation is going. So it would behoove a superintendent as well to not only understand that and appreciate it, but also uh, learn how to work very effectively with the other department heads because that's a major issue too. If there's squabbling or infighting that takes place amongst one department head and the other, it makes for a very acrimonious uh, situation and they don't want to have problems amongst the different department heads. So that's a big part of that relationship as well. If we do have issues then, what can a superintendent do to clear the air? Well, we all are going to make mistakes and we may have faux pas and we may not have communicated something effectively. Once it's done, it's done. One can only apologize and say, I need to work harder on that. And I think that everybody can find a strategy to make that happen. In talking to a number of general managers in which I developed the piece for golf course industry, I find that playing golf with the general manager, if that's appropriate, uh, once a week is probably a good thing to do, or maybe even once a month. It depends on where you're at. Having daily meetings with them, it could be over lunch, could be over a cup of coffee, having a formal meeting at least once a week, and then that's part of what prevents those problems. Realize if your, you know, your communication should have a meter and one to ten. The communication needs to be a two-way street. Are you informing? Are you writing? Are you doing a blog? If you're not doing those things, look at the ones who prosper and are successful in your peer group that have a wonderful relationship and pick their brains as to what they're doing properly that you may not be doing. A relationship is something you have to work at. It doesn't just happen. It takes a lot of effort and a lot of time from everybody over a long period of time. We also have to understand what the priorities are. And when I say what the priorities are, we don't want to bring things to the general manager that are very small and very petty. So we have to pick the things that are appropriate to share because, remember, they have inputs coming in from six to 12 different department heads. Their time is valuable. Make your comments, whether it be a written comment or a verbal comment, and respect their time frame as well. Also, I'd say the best attitude is get out and look at the golf course. That will help explain a lot of things. If the picture is <laughs> worth a thousand words, then touring the golf course with your supervisor is worth 10,000 words. Mm. Well, is there anything else that you'd want to add to this? Again, you see fellas and gals that are at their clubs for 30 years. That's not happening as often as what it, what it did at one point in time. Mm-hmm. I think that every time you see a group that works together very effectively, they do have the outstanding communication skills. They work hard on their relationship. They make sure that every single day they're all on the same page with the same playbook. And if one department or a supervisor is going direction A and you're going direction B, you're going to be left as the odd man out. So work (laughs) as hard on that relationship as you do on your decisions that you make for uh, disease control, weed control, and irrigation timing. It's a very, very important part of your career success. All right. Thanks so much. You're quite welcome. And, again, much success to all the listeners out there. Work on it. You work hard, good things will happen for you.